This is the eHealth Radio Network, your source for health advice on demand. And now your host, Eric Michaels. This is Eric Michaels, and once again, you have tuned into the eHealth Radio Network and the Plastic Surgery Information Channel. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook to receive the latest programming for your convenience simply at eHealth Radio. Today, we are visiting with Dr. Sajadian, a triple board certified plastic surgeon located in Newport Beach, California. He is also the founder of Sajadian Plastic Surgery as well. Dr. Sajadian is here to talk with us about rhinoplasty and how it can benefit you. Dr. Sajadian, certainly a privilege to have you with us on eHealth Radio. I, I appreciate it. Most definitely. So for starters, what are the advantages for patients to work with a triple board certified plastic surgeon? Great. That's a great question. Um, the advantage is, is that it shows um, the patient that uh, the surgeon has dedicated a large portion of their life uh, to getting the best training and experience in discipline of rhinoplasty. As you may know, rhinoplasty is one of the most rewarding but at the same time challenging surgical procedure there is. So it's very important to have a great understanding of the nose and nasal structure. When I did three different training, uh, all focusing on different aspects of cosmetic and functional rhinoplasty, as well as other uh, aesthetic procedure, it gives me a better understanding of the functionality of the nose as well as structure and anatomical uh, architecture of the nose which allows me to deliver a better result for my patients, uh, both in terms of function as well as the appearance of the nose. And can rhinoplasty improve my breathing and all-around functionality of my nose? Of course, yes. Uh, what happens with, um, as you know, nose is a breathing organ. So it's also in the middle of the face, and it has great impact in the appearance of uh, our face and how we are perceived. So um, when we're working on the nose, we are working on um, the breathing function as well as the aesthetic part of the nose. In other words, um, when we are done with the procedure, we have either preserved or improved the, the function of the nose, which means we have done things to correct any obstruction of the, the breathing passageways, which allows um, the patient to breathe better, which allows better oxygenation and more energy, better sleeping, and um, overall improves their exercise tolerance, which means they can exercise easier. And um, it, uh, for example, some of the common uh, areas that we do improve uh, or the septum, which is midline of the nose, if there's deviation, we correct it, and that improves the breathing. There's also other smaller um, structures inside the nose, which are sometimes larger than average, and they can also obstruct or impede the breathing passageways, and they're called turbinates. And if they're large, we can do things to shrink them and make them smaller and allow more breathing passageway. And thirdly, there are structures called nasal valve, which are narrowed part of the nasal airway. And we, we do specific things to open up that area, which allows um, improved breathing. What other common reasons are there to undergo rhinoplasty? Well, there are, there are a lot of reasons um, uh, 
to undergo rhinoplasty. Uh, one of the main reasons is that the patients come in and they complain that their nose is not aesthetically proportional with the rest of the facial features. In other words, they may come in and they most commonly complain about or wish to improve a hump on the nose, or they think their nose is too big or too wide. Patients come in and they say, my nose is too large or too long, or they may have a, they call it, um, some patients come in and say, I have a hook nose, or they come in and they describe their lower part of the nose being the problematic part, which is they, they, they complain about the nose being too round, too short, or too long, or the nose may be crooked. So, um, and lastly, the lower portion of the nose with the nostrils being flared, or sometimes they have a nose that is ethnically um, uh, um, not proportional with the rest of their face, and we can do things to improve that. And then lastly, it, it could be a combination of all of the above as well as the breathing uh, problem with the nose. So it, that can be done all at the same time and um, done in a way that is proportional, uh, better looking, and also uh, a nose that functions better. Certainly interesting today. We are with Dr. Sajadian, a triple board certified plastic surgeon located in Newport Beach, California. He's also the founder of Sajadian Plastic Surgery here on eHealth Radio's Plastic Surgery Information Channel, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. Dr. Sajadian, how is ethnic rhinoplasty different from traditional rhinoplasty? That's another great question. Ethnic rhinoplasty, uh, we refer to as... um, the rhinoplasty that's done in um, some ethnic subgroups uh, could be Hispanic rhinoplasty, Middle Eastern rhinoplasty, a term of Asian rhinoplasty, or African-American rhinoplasty. And it's so important that this uh, kind of rhinoplasty in this subgroup of patients is done in a way that doesn't take away uh, from their uh, facial beauty. Uh, as you know, the Beauty is difficult to define, and after all, it's in the eye of the beholder. But it's so critically important to create a nose that fits that face and not um, create a nose that is uh, uh, not harmonious with the rest of the facial features. So a good ethnic rhinoplasty will transform the existing nasal architecture into a more attractive contour but one that harmonizes with the surrounding ethnic facial features. So it creates a ethnically appropriate and attractive and natural appearing nose. So it's important to know the anatomy, to know uh, the ratios of beauty and harmony, and create a nose that doesn't take away nothing. I, I really think that there's nothing... Um, more unattractive than a nose that looks great but doesn't look great on that specific patient. In other words, you want a nose that brings attention to the eye, the main feature of the face. And uh, that is the hardest part, to create a very natural-looking nose. So that's the difference between ethnic rhinoplasty, which is more individualized, and uh, we want to create a nose that is not um, European, North American nose that... It's a nice-looking nose, but doesn't fit the face. 
What other procedures can be done in conjunction with rhinoplasty, and would it be safer and or more cost-effective? Well, I'll answer the second part of the question first. Yes, it can be safe and it can be cost-effective. And it's very commonly performed. Uh, one of the reasons that uh, another procedure can, done with, can be done with rhinoplasty is that it, it can improve the overall appearance of the face. And the advantage is that the patient can only, um, only need to go under one anesthesia, one recovery, one downtime, and the cost is, is less or it's more cost-effective because the patient... Uh, uh, that probably has to pay less than if the patient was to undergo two different procedures at two different times. And obviously it makes it um, more convenient because they have to take less time off from work. And there are three main categories of different procedures that can be done with rhinoplasty, one of them being chin implant. Uh, chin implant is a very commonly performed procedure with rhinoplasty. I would say up to 30% of patients uh, can benefit from a chin implant when they come and um, uh, wish to improve the appearance of the nose in the profile view. Uh, it's interesting because when the chin is back and it's not projecting enough, it makes the nose look bigger. And then if we can bring the chin into more harmony and proportion with the rest of the facial feature and, uh, and then the nose, then the nose looks smaller. And um, so in other words, we can still make the nose look and appear more natural looking by combining it with the chin implant. So chin implant placement or genioplasty, as we call it, is a common procedure that gets done. Another uh, procedure that is very commonly done is um, neck liposuction. You know, we can do any jaw line contouring or neck liposuction, and that can have a great impact on making the, the face and nose appear more balanced and more attractive. And uh, a very common procedure, in addition to the chin implant and neck liposuction, is a facial augmentation. There are some patients that um, have a very flat mid-face. They don't have good cheekbones, and uh, so their face, and the nose, um, the appearance of them, they're not proportional or aesthetically pleasing or harmonious. Um, so by doing something to augment and make the mid-face look better, such as you can either do fat transfer or um, facial injectables or a cheek implant, you can make the nose and uh, the, the face become more harmonious and more attractive. So, uh, yes, it can be very safe. It commonly gets done, and it's very cost-effective. And the three broad categories include chin implant, uh, facial mid-face augmentation, such as cheek implant or neck liposuction. Certainly do appreciate your giving us the ins and outs on rhinoplasty and the advantages, and thanks for the information provided per your expertise. If you would tell our listeners where they can find your practice online and how they can also be in touch as well. Uh, sure. It's my pleasure to, uh, 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 to also be in a call with you, and um, it, patients uh, can find us on drsajadian.com, www.drsajadian.com, that's spelled D R. 
S-A-J-J-A-D-I-A-N.com, DrSajadian.com. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and thanks for joining us on eHealth Radio. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Um, have a great day. Thank you. And you as well. We've been speaking with Dr. Sajadian, a triple board certified plastic surgeon located in Newport Beach, California. He's also the founder of Sajadian Plastic Surgery. And once again, the website of reference and for contact is drsajadian.com. And this has been Eric Michaels, and you've been listening to eHealth Radio and the Plastic Surgery Information Channel, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. And we do thank you for listening. And until next time, enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to the eHealth Radio Network. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit eHealthRadioNetwork.com 